to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you all for coming tonight. It's a Sunday, December 10th, 2013. Thanks for coming on such a uh, uh, wild winter. Is this winter or summer? I can't tell anymore. I don't know. It's raining in February I in know. Wisconsin. So. It's weird. We're here in the beautiful cabaret nightclub room at the Brink Lounge. Today's show is a part of our collaborative Jazz on a Sunday series presented by the, by the Madison Music Collective, Mad Toast Live Improv Music Workshop. With the help of presenting sponsors, Ward Brought Music and Janice Galleries, WRT 89.9 FM listener-sponsored community radio in Madison, Wisconsin. That's right. Backed by a powerhouse Wisconsin-based trio led by Mr. Dave Stoller, one of the ever-present and always innovative pillars of our Madison jazz community, with Dave Bayless on drums and Jeff Hammond on bass, one could say that our guest this afternoon is a disciple of the legendary sax titans Charlie Parker and Sonny Rollins, probably the best living keeper of the bebop's flame on alto sax, and very notably, one of the most prolific recording artists in jazz history. He started his professional career in 1969 by joining the Buddy Rich Band. Subsequent stints with Lionel Hampton and Doc Severinsen led him to form his own quintet and tour worldwide, helping to popularize bebop and his own alto madness styles in the 1970s and 80s. He's recorded countless albums and CDs of his own music, as well as collaborations with artists such as Eddie Jefferson, Manhattan Transfer, Bobby Enrique, Freddie Hubbard, Sonny Stitt, Art Pepper, Tom Waits, Boots Randolph, and Nancy Williams Wilson, to make just a, to name just a few. He played for the Queen of, Queen of England, and now he's going to play for you. Bad Toast Live. Madison Music Collective, Ward Brought Music, Janice Galleries, Improv Music Workshop, and WORT 89.9 are proud to present Jazz on a Sunday with Richie Cole, Alto Madness, and the Dave Stoller Trio. Thank you very much. But we're going we're gonna to do a song right now, um, an original uh, song at Bossa Nova. Um, you, you may or may not know I'm from Trenton, New Jersey, and, but as we all know, Trenton, New Jersey, the home of the Bossa Nova. <laughs> what? Uh, of course. So, uh, you know, Stan Getz back in the day made, a, made a, uh, a lot of money and changed music would bring in some of the, the other home of the Bossa Nova back from, back from Brazil. So uh, I wrote a Trenton-style Bossa Nova. This is called Bossa Nova Eyes. This is the authentic
Mr. Richie Cole. Hey, thanks for being with us today. This is a wonderful... It's good to be here, my man. <laughs> so you've been here in, in, in years past, Isthmus Jazz Festival, Jazz at Five, playing for us under the stars. It's cool to see you here in kind of a more, a more intimate jazz setting where people can actually hear you breathe. Well, this is my element here. Yeah. A bar. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hear you started playing when you were around 10. Is that true? Playing saxophone? So, uh, I did. I started when I was 10 years old, right? Yeah. And then, <clears throat> then you heard Charlie Parker and Sonny Rollins. What did that do to your brain? Oh, that uh, completely turned my, my brain around. <clears throat> well, see, the reason I played a saxophone when I was 10 is because my, my father in Trenton owned two uh, nightclubs, one jazz club called the Harlem Club and another uh, like Las Vegas showroom called Hubby's Inn where they had like Louis Prima and the Treneers and all the Vegas acts. And uh, I grew up on the roof of the Harlem Club where they had, where I, in the afternoon I was in my stroller. I remember this, I was just a baby. I remember, I, I found out later, it was Earl Bostick and Sonny Stitt blowing downstairs with an organ group. <laughs> I must have been two years old. I'm saying, hey. <laughs> hey, Grandma, what's that stuff? <laughs> I like that. You I want to do that. That's cool. <laughs> hey, Buddy Rich. We talk about Buddy. One of the greatest drummers and band leaders of all time, for sure. Um, larger-than-life personality. You played with him and started your career playing with him. What was that like as a young upstart musician playing with Buddy? With Buddy Rich? Yeah. It was great. I, was, I went to school. I went to Berkeley for two and a half years, and uh, Phil Wilson, the trombone player, came to me one day, and uh, he said, hey, but Buddy Rich needs a saxophone player, an alto player. And I said, wow. And he said, you talking to me? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wants to, you, you got to show up at the, the rompus room in Queens on New Year's Day with a black, black pants and a white shirt. I was there, I was, and uh, I stayed uh, two and a half years with him, and it was a fabulous experience. You know, you hear all these Buddy Rich stories, and they're all true, but my, my relationship with, with him was very good because I did my job, minded my own business, and treated him with the respect that he deserved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Yeah, you, you're quoted as, as saying, and I know this is true, you... Uh, written as many as 10 arrangements a day sometimes when you've been in certain situations, got about 5,000 arrangements on file. What was the, the, your experience playing with Buddy, did that, did that uh, serve for, you know... Your, I know where your, you're going, your, yeah. Your musical the work out The answer's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, my, my alto man is orchestra. It's only four horns, trumpet, trombone, alto sax, and tenor sax, and uh, rhythm, piano, bass, and drums, sometimes a guitar also. But uh, I, I, my concept is a little Buddy Rich band. You know, you have yeah. four, it's not a four-horn combo. It's a it's an all-out swinging big band. But bow, 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 bow. You know, I, I tell I tell all the guys, I tell the trumpet player, you're the trumpet section. You're four trumpets. <laughs> trombone player, you're the trombone section. Four trombones, and the the other saxophone player, you're two and a half saxophones. Not two and a half saxophones. Five saxophones, right? And that's why we printed. There, 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 there are no subtleties. Like Buddy Rich used to say, "You guys play loud. I'll do the shading." <laughs> that's the way I approach it and you said yes sir <laughs> yes sir that's awesome so you were uh, a former chairman of the board for the National Endowment of the Arts <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah believe it or not say no more I mean it's pretty cool that they had yeah, a yeah. musician I was the only musician okay all, all the rest of them were educators so what language did you speak to them <laughs> I'm sorry. What's the what? next question? 
Okay, well, maybe a serious question, I don't know. As musical tastes keep shifting, economy has us perpetually perplexed. National consciousness kind of regarding support for the arts has seemed a downward spiral for a while. Um, do we just hunker down and muscle through this, or do you have an opinion about things we, as music teachers, music lovers, concert goers could do to help lift the status of arts in, in American from your, your experience now? The Sorry. status of, like what I do? Of, yeah, of the arts uh, in general. Well, it's getting tougher and tougher. With Everybody's got the economy crunch, right? I mean, uh, people have less money to go out and, um, you know. And uh, ba back in the day, man, I, you know, they used to give me some good money, give me a plane ticket, a place to stay. Kind of like you guys are doing right now with yeah. me. First class. No, first class. But then I get to some gigs. I, I got to buy my own ticket. I, I got to find stay on somebody's couch. Yeah. Fly to Raleigh, North Carolina for $100. Which I don't do, of course. Uh, but that's what the offers are, you know? It's, I, I it's keep ridiculous. Hear, I keep mm -hmm. hearing about this major jazz artist in, in New York or wherever doing that. You know, the people are, are idols who, who are in that position still. It just seems just yeah, outrageous. Yeah. But you know, the, the, the way I see it, if, if you want me to work, work for you, you get me there. I shouldn't have to pay my own way to come work for you for nothing. <laughs> Don't get me started yeah. here. You should try yeah, to yeah, yeah. Ch yeah, change yeah, the yeah, line yeah. of question. We want to get back to okay. we want to get back to some music. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll get Jersey on you quick. <laughs> yeah, right. I did read a funny thing just this morning about um, Arlo Guthrie playing a benefit for left-wing people, and they said, "Well, hey, we're left-wing. You're paying a benefit for us. Can't you do it for free?" And he said, "The only gigs I do are for left-wings people." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? So. When, when, when I was living in Hollywood, I, I lived right next to Sammy Davis Jr in Benedict Canyon, and, and uh, we used to go hang out. This is back in like 1979, 70 and 80, and uh, so, something came up while we're hanging out, and he said uh, he's gonna do a benefit. Oh, benefit, Sam, that's good, man. That's real, real polite of you. You know, he said, yeah, <clears throat> but of course I, I have my benefit fee <laughs> of $50,000. He did a benefit, but they, you know, nobody works for nothing, man. I mean, yeah. you, you shouldn't work for anything. You know, you, you guys are, Guys are working in, in mills and offices and teaching school and doing whatever you do, driving trucks. You got benefits of some kind, probably. You make a salary. We don't make a salary. We got to, yeah. you know, we, we're, we're, we got to be a composer, a musician, and a businessman. And believe me, I'm the worst businessman in the world. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. You, I know you guys want to hear some more music. Thank you for sharing. Uh, we'll be back talking with members of the Dave Stoller Trio in the second half of the program. Mr. Dave Stoller on the keyboard, Dave Bayless on drums, Jeff Hammond on the upright bass. But back to some music with Richie Cole, Alto Madness, and Dave Stoller Trio. All right, I'd like to play an original song for you right now. This is a this song I wrote for a dear friend of mine. Uh, actually, in 1979, Brenda Vaccaro introduced me to this man. I, I, I mentioned his name to her, and she said, Oh my God. You can have him. And I've had him ever since, since 1969. And his name was Professor Irwin Corey. Yeah. And I was stranded one, uh, one afternoon in New York a few years ago. I went over to Sniffin Court, which is where he lives, and uh, was hanging out with the professor all afternoon. It was just great. I mean, this guy, you know, it's not an act what he does. He's for real. You know, like Tom Waits, he's for real. It's not an act. Some people are just the way they are, right? I wouldn't know about that, but... <laughs> anyway, he told me all these great stories. This has words to it and everything. It's been recorded by a couple of people. But this, this is called An Afternoon with Irwin. My experience with him. What an afternoon.
the professor and furthermore hey this is uh, hot off the press um, it's a little story behind this too Every, I write a song because either I think of something or I'm involved in a situation well this was a situation uh, I have a very good friend of mine I've known for over 30 years he lives in uh, Las Vegas, and naturally his name is Klaus von Vegas. <laughs> it's true, Klaus von Vegas. And he is the husband and manager uh, of his wife. Her name is Diane, but she's in show business too. She's, uh, her show business name is Sunset Thomas. She's a major adult film star. <laughs> and she, uh, she asked me, I don't know if she asked me if I volunteered. I probably volunteered. To, to write a theme song for her, uh, for her act. You go, you, <laughs> what? I'm a professional. <laughs> so I wrote it, and when you get home, look, look, Sunset Thomas, she's, she's a big porno, I mean, adult film star. And uh, this is called Sunset's Theme. You can almost see her. Let's listen.
pasa. Hey, a couple questions for you, uh, before, you, if you don't mind. Before, just real brief here. I, I wanted to mention to this folks here, especially about, you, you have a number of per, uh, performance projects. Jazz Outlaws with Manhattan Transfers, Tim Hauser, Richie Cole and Five by Design, the vocal group, and uh, the Alto Madness Junior Orchestra that goes along with your Alto Madness Orchestra. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I, back in 19, uh, Jesus, 97, something. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I um, had this concept. We were talking earlier about the Alto Madness Orchestra, the little right. Buddy Rich band. So I, I, my, my hobby, this is my hobby, really. This isn't really what I do. What I do is write music. That's why I, this is just my therapy here. But um, I write, I have about 6,000 charts now for four horns, trumpet, trombone, alto sax, tenor sax, piano, bass, drums, and guitar. Eight pieces, sometimes seven without a guitar. Anyway. I have the Alto Menace Orchestra working in Los Angeles, San Antonio, Chicago, Madrid, Trenton, New Jersey, and New York, and Miami. I got different, or I'm like the, the Lester Lannon, the hip Lester Lannon of the, uh, Lester Lannon, for you don't know, is a society band in New York. He's got about 30 bands working. They're all the Lester Lannon band, but you'll never see Lester Lannon. He's too busy counting his money on Park Avenue. <laughs> <clears throat> not, it's not my story. Anyway. Um, I, I wrote, you know, these are some challenging arrangements, and I wrote um, some charts that were, you know, that can, are playable by, by younger musicians. Right. So I called the Alto Manus Junior Orchestra, and uh, musicians from anywhere, 10 to teenagers, or sometimes younger, and um, this is a lot of the same charts, but just simpler to play, you know, not so challenging. Since sometimes I even, I even get, I, I've done a concert before, the Alto Manus Orchestra, my boys, and the Alto Manus Junior Orchestra, and the Alto Manus Senior Orchestra. That's Grandma and Grandpa. <laughs> and, so, and actually, they're the same charts. The Junior Orchestra and the Senior Orchestra are the same, same uh, hard, hardness, or whatever you yeah. call it, difficulty. So you got, you got, you got the, the little uh, eight-year-old kid playing saxophone, you got the 80-year-old man, the grandfather, playing saxophone right next to him. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. yeah. I mean, your, your, your quote, one of your quotes is that uh, music appreciation really needs to start with the young folks, obviously, to, you know, to keep driving this thing. But isn't it great when, when, when older folks say, this is something they always wanted to do? And it, it is, you know, because a lot of these older people, they, <clears throat> they played instruments for many, many years, and then they got involved in some kind of business or whatever to, to make money, and they just gave it up for years and years. So this gives them an opportunity to come back and not only play, play their instrument again, but to play right next to their grand, grandkid. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's kind of cool, cool, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So we've been on the phone a little bit over the last couple of weeks, and uh, you've been in a studio in Colorado. What are you working on out there? You gotta, What's that? That studio out in Colorado, you were working on a project, new project? or just, <laughs> You're writing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm... Yeah. <laughs> How about those Packers? How about them Packers? All right. <laughs> Shut my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should. T uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to talk to Dave Stoller Trio briefly, just to kind of introduce these guys again and get back to some music with the band. Um, oh, Dave is one of the busiest, busiest keyboard players in Madison area. And he's working on his own Madison-based trio, as well as the perpetually award-winning Tony Castaneda Latin Jazz Band. Yeah. Woo, yeah. They're good, too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for, the, for those who want... So is Dave, this on? Yeah. 
You've played with Richie before at the Isthmus Jazz Festival and right. Jazz at Five as well? Yes. Oh, yeah. cool. What was that like? Well, you know, I mean, the Isthmus Jazz Festival is a, uh, it's almost reached an iconic stature in terms of yearly events that happen here in Madison and really shows that, um, you know, there are a substantial number of people who are interested in keeping jazz going locally, so that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah very good. Good. And uh, you put together this wonderful symbiotic trio. Yeah, well, these guys, um, this is kind of my, I guess if you were to... I mean, I have a numerous uh, rhythm sections I work with, but I've known these guys the longest. Um, uh, Dave Bayless, the drummer, and I have been working together uh, on and off since uh, uh, the fall of 87 when we had a regular gig at um, the Hyatt in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And Jeff and I, um, uh, well, yeah, we also we don't work together uh, on a regular basis, but we've been playing together on and off since the early 80s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mr. Dave Bayless, uh, faculty member of Wisconsin Conservatory of Music, worked with a who's who of jazz from Slide Hampton, Jack McDuff, Frank Morgan, James Moody, Ernie Watts, and others. Mr. Jeff Hammond uh, also appears weekly on the National Public Radio show based right here in Madison, Mr. Michael Feldman's What Do You Know show. Probably may have seen there if you've been there. Also teaches at the Wisconsin Conservatory of Music, as well being a clinician at many universities and uh, schools throughout the Midwest. Um, I've heard a lot of great things about the Wisconsin Conservatory of Music over the last three decades. It seems to cater to about every musical taste. So what an unusual and refreshing model for a music conservatory. What's, what's it like well, for you guys? The conservatory uh, has a long history of jazz. It was a college. And it was one of the first schools to uh, offer a degree in jazz studies back in the 70s. Yeah. And uh, around 1982, it turned into a community music school. And since that time... Um, We've had a lot of great players come through that. Brian Lynch, David Hazeltine, Lynn Ariel, a bunch of people. And uh, recently, um, you know, um, our director, Mark Davis, has been doing a great job there. And uh, our student group, for the second year in a row, was chosen to go to the uh, Charles Mingus competition in New York for the second time. And um, that's through a, a wonderful grant by the Baderman Foundation. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're going in, in a few weeks and compete with some of the most incredible students that I've ever heard high school age. Yeah. It's a Madison cool. music. Well, thank you for all being here, for being here. And in Richie's own words, there's nothing to replace music that comes from the heart and soul, so we should let the music speak for itself. Richie Cole, Alto Madness, and the Dave Stoller Trio. It's time for the original.
Okay, folks, once again, thank you so much for, for me and all the guys in the band. And uh, we're going to play one more song for you. Then we got to go out and uh, shovel some snow. 
It's part of the contract. You did. Uh, this is a song I wrote many years ago for one of my favorite jazz clubs, and one of the first jazz clubs I got involved with in the world, down in Washington, D.C. A friend of mine named Harold Kaufman, who is a, a psychiatrist, a lawyer, and a jazz piano player, and a dear friend of mine, and he did them all well. Uh, he opened a, uh, a club in Washington, D.C. We, we called it Harold's House of Jazz. And here's the theme song for Harold's House of Jazz. I'd like to play it for you right now. And bid you adieu.
Richie Cole. Richie Cole, Alto Madness, and the Dave Stoller Trio. This is Dave Stoller, Dave Bayless. The drums. Jeff Hammond on the bass. Richie Cole. Today's show is part of our collaborative Jazz on a Sunday series produced by the Madison Music Collective and Mad Toast Live. You can find out more about Madison Music Collective by visiting madisonmusiccollective.org. Find out about upcoming shows and stream or download past episodes at madtoastlive.com. Madtoast Live can also be heard Friday nights at midnight on WART, WORT 89.9 FM, and weekdays at noon at localsounds.fm. You can find out information about becoming a member of the Madison Music Collective by visiting their website, madisonmusiccollective.org. And you can also make a donation to Mad Toast Live to help maintain our ongoing operations by clicking on the Donate button on our website, madtoastlive.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the Dane Arts, dues from the Madison Music Collective members, and charitable gifts from the MMC board members and other local friends of the music. The producers are also grateful for support from presenting sponsors Janice Galleries and Ward Brought Music, promotional support from WORTFM and the Isthmus, and ongoing support from our program hosts, the Brink Lounge. Special thanks to our technical producer and recording engineer, Mr. Andy LaValle, Bear Sound, front of house engineer, Adam Baranek, audio intern, Taylor Ryan, video intern, Mr. Kyle Austin, all of the Madison Music Collective board members and volunteers. Thanks again to the Brink Lounge and WORT 89.9 FM, listener-sponsored community community radio in Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks for listening. listening.